الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا أي يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ودنا وسندنا ونبينا وشفيعنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن عدة الشهور عند الله اثنى عشر شهرا إن عدة الشهور عند الله اثنى عشر شهرا في في كتاب الله منها أربعة حرم وقال تعالى سبحان الذي أن الذي أسرى بعبده ليلا من المسجد الحرام إلى المسجد الأقصى الذي باركنا حوله باركنا حوله لنريه من آياتنا إنه هو السميع البصير. respected elders and brothers assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh the ayat of the quran kareem that i recited in the khutbah i will recite it again qala allah tabaarak wa ta'ala a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim inna iddatash shuhur 'inda allah 12 shahran fi kitabillahi yawma khalaqas samawati wal ard yawma khalaqas samawati wal ard minha arba'atun hurum this ayat of the Quran, this ayat of the Quran, this ayat of the Quran Kareem speaks about an important notion, notion of our deen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the fact that time is created is created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This entity of time is a creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Outwardly, each unit of time is not different from another unit of time. Just as one second passes on a Friday, so too does one second pass in the same manner and with the same duration that it would pass on a Monday. Monday. Just as a day of the month of Jumadul Ukhra also 24 hours just as a day in the month of Rajab or Sha'ban or Ramadan outwardly these units of time do not differ from each other they are exactly the same the same the same but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that that there are certain periods of time which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has preferred has preferred and granted more blessing and in many instances granted more thawab, more reward to the actions carried out in those periods of time as com- compared to other periods of time. Just as the notion of space is 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 also 
a creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala subhanahu wa ta'ala every entity and every place on this earth every area property is all a creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but one is a masjid like our masjid in South Africa and, and another is the masjid like Al-Masjid Al-Haram in Makkah Mukarramah. Outwardly, the same material, the same sand, stone is used to put these structures up. But we all realize that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala attaches a special blessing, a special association with himself to a certain place, that place becomes sanctified and it enjoys a much more higher status in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and because of that in our eyes as well in this world a brick in a normal house in a normal in a normal building has some value but a brick that is used to build a masjid obviously has much more spiritual and sentimental value then just imagine the brick that has been used to build al to build al masjid al haram or the brick that is used to build the kaaba sharif Outwardly, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same. Sand, stone, cement. But because of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala attaching a special value and a special sanctity to these spaces and to these places, do the value of anything attached to those places and spaces increase? So similar is the case of time. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has created all time outwardly equal but has attached special importance and significance to certain periods of the year. And currently we are, we are experiencing with the fadl of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a very special period of the year to which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has attached much significance, much significance and much virtue. We are in the month of Rajab. Firstly, the month, month of Rajab is from the Ashhurul Hurum, the four sanctified, sacred, sacred, sacred months. These months enjoyed sanctity from even from even before Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi But unfortunately, the Arabs of Jahiliyyah used to to swap around the months in order to accommodate. The infight, fight, fighting, and the civil, and the civil war, and the civil wars, and then with the advent of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Allah subhanahu wa taala, wa taala, brought back time to time to its original, original place. So, 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 firstly, this this is a month from the four sacred months in the in the beginning of Islam. It was not permissible to wage any jihad in these months as well, well, because of the sanctity of these months. And thereafter, this hukam was abrogated. However, there is, a, there, is a, there is still very special sanctity and virtue attached to these months. These months. Similarly, similarly, before the advent of Islam, there was there was a ritual that the Arabs of Jahiliyyah used to engage in which is called Atira. They would slaughter an animal in the name of Wal Ayadu Billah, the idol, in the month of Rajab to sanctify this month. 
when when Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam came, then the Muslims, Muslims, Muslims continued with this practice, but they used to slaughter those slaughter those animals in obviously in the name of Allah, in the name of Allah subhanahu wa taala. However, subsequently Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam prohibited this sacrifice as well, and the only sacrifice that is that is an ibadah as a sacrifice is the ibadah of udhiyah and qurbani. So we see that there is a lot of virtue attached to this month. Another reason for the virtue of this month is that it is the season of Ramadan. Once the moon of Rajab is sighted, the season of Ramadan starts. That is why it is reported in some narration that Rasulullah used to make this dua. There is some academic discussion on the authenticity of the chain of narrators but that does not bar us the ulama, ulama say that we should make this dua encourage, they encourage us to make this dua that on, and the advent of rajab rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to make the dua allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa shaaban wa ballighna ramadan and according to some ulama fi rajab wa shaaban wa ballighna ramadan oh allah grant us barakah in the month of Rajab and Sha'ban and allow us to reach Ramadan allow us to reach Ramadan basically means grant us life so that we experience the barakat of Ramadan now if we just ponder a little on this dua we realize the extraordinary importance that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam attaches to the month of Ramadan how is that? Hazrat Wala, Hazrat Mana, Mufti Muhammad Taqi Usmani Saab, Damad Barakatumul Aliya, Prime Star and Sheikh, he turns our attention to a very important and very significant point in this hadith. Hazrat Wala mentions that we are in need of Baraka. What is Baraka? Baraka is basically the ni'mah of Allah, the, the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in which Allah allows us to make the best of whatever He has given us. So, baraka in a person, material belongings for example, would mean that those material belongings are used in a way that benefits the person and are not wasted away. He has certain money or wealth and that wealth benefits him. It's not that there are calamities upon calamities that befall this person and all the wealth is just uh, spent on trying to deter those calamities etc. Not saying that that calamities are always are always are always a means a means of a means of Allah's azab. Just giving an example. So baraka is the ni'mah is that bounty of Allah of Allah subhanahu of Allah subhanahu wa taala through which whatever Allah has given us is used for our benefit. That is uh, the the gist of baraka. So Hazrat Wala says that aren't we in need of baraka? For the whole year, aren't we in need of baraka for the whole year? So definitely, so definitely we are. In, so definitely we are in need of baraka for the whole year. Baraka for the whole year. And, and there are other du'as in which Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam seeks baraka for the whole year, and generally in a person's life. But what is being conveyed here via this du'a is that we need to use the months of Rajab and Sha'ban to our benefit to prepare for Ramadan we need to use 
this period of period of Rajab, which is a sanctified, a spiritually a virtuous period, to make the best of it and prepare for Ramadan. Similarly, Sha'ban is coming, the 15th night of Sha'ban. It's a very, very virtuous night in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, His forgiveness knows no bounds. And it is rated from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would fast excessively in Sha'ban in preparation for Ramadan. For Ramadan. So we need to use these moments and this period of time to make ourselves more eligible, more uh, able to receive the barakat of Ramadan, to prepare ourselves spiritually. And how do we do that? With regards to Rajab, there is no specific ibadah that is narrated in any authentic hadith. Yes, this particular hadith, this dua tells us in a general way that we need to become aware and we need to start preparing, we need to become more engaged, more conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of ibadat in general, of virtuous acts. However, there are certain misconceptions. For example, there is a misconception that there is some special virtue attached to the ibadah of the 27th night of Rajab. This is not Correct. There is no, there is no uh, hadith. There is no narration to support to support, to support this. Uh, our salaf also did not in, engage in this. No specific ibadah, ibadah, ibadah for the night. Yes, generally engaging in ibadah and increasing your ibadah in Rajab with the intention for preparation of Ramadan is definitely very, very virtuous and inshallah will be rewarded, abundant, rewarded, abundant, rewarded, abundant. But to specify the night of the 27th of Rajab or any specific type of ibadah, there are certain specific types of ibadah that have been uh, narrated uh, over the years which are which are unauthentic, the Salatul Raghayib, the Salatul Raghayib and, and other such ibadah. There is no specific type of ibadah. And if a person engages on the 27th night of Rajab, like how he engages in other nights, in extra ibadah without attaching any special virtue to it, without believing that there is any special sawab for engaging in ibadah on the 27th night, then that's permissible. That's also part of preparation for Ramadan. Similarly, there's this misconception that the fast of the 27th day of Rajab has some special virtue. No, this is incorrect. There's no such special virtue attached to it. There's no such... If a person uh, fasts like how he normally fasts in other days of the year, Mondays, Thursdays, in the Ayame B, 13th, 14th, or 15th of the lunar month, or he fasts on the 27th day of Rajab without believing that this fast has any special virtue, any more, more, more sawab than any other fast, any other fast, then we can say it's permissible. But it, it is not any, any specific fast, it is not a, a mustahab fast, ab fast, nothing of that sort. Uh, and one of the reasons for this like is mentioned by Hazrat Wala, Hazrat Mawlana Mufti Muhammad Taqi Usmani Sahib Namad Barakatuh is that the advent of advent of Mi'raj being in the month of Rajab is also something in which the ulama have had academic discussions on and definitely there is one view which states that uh, the Mi'raj did take place in Rajab but there are other views and many ulama have preferred those other views but the point that Hazrat Hazrat Mawana Mufti Muhammad Taqi Usmani Sahib makes a very pertinent point is that the whole temperament of Sharia, the whole temperament of Islam is that 
we do not commemorate specific significant dates and nights as a, 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 a you know a memorial of those events that took place Hazrat Wala says the mizaj and the temperament of Islam is that you do not that you do not commemorate on a continuous basis any specific action of any of our prior predecessors as an ongoing and a continuous and regular type of commemoration and there are only two there are only two events which are prescribed 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 by the sharia that is Eid al-Adha and Eid al-Fitr and these events are prescribed by the sharia on the completion of the ibadat of the person, the person who is commemorating the event, who is celebrating that event, when he completes his 30 fast or when he is able to do the Hajj, right? then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, now, mashallah, you have completed something yourself, now commemorate it, celebrate it with these two ibadah. It is not the temperament of Sharia and Islam to commemorate, you know, on a, on a very regular basis and continuously the events of and the, of and the achievements of people of the past yes you remember that you take lesson from it the commemoration of achievements of the people of the past Hazrat Wala mentioned should be not specified to a certain day and a certain night and a no no it should be commemorated in our actions throughout our life salah which was received by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam on the night of Mi'raj needs to be revived not only the fard the faraid, but also the extra nawafil needs to be revived in our lives on a continuous basis. The jihad that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam engaged in in Badr and Uhud and all the other ghazawat, the jazbah of that jihad needs to be revived and we have to live that jazbah throughout our lives. It is not that we commemorate the 17th of Ramadan as the day of the battle of Badr and bas, that's it. No. So that is the mizaj and the temperament of Sharia and of Islam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant, ta grant us the true understanding, standing, standing. I would just like to end off on a, a, uh, a word or two about the, whatever, about the thing and the, the matter that is on the top of each and every of our minds. That is the catastrophe and, and, and the oppression that is happening in Gaza. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alleviate the the, the, the the pain and the suffering of our our oppressed brothers and sisters in Gaza. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant the Mujahideen victory. And hopefully it is looking like that. Alhamdulillah. It is looking that inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant, grant the Mujahideen. Regarding this, I just wanted to uh, just remind ourselves of a sunnah of a sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and just clarify sometimes a certain misconception with regards to sunnah the sunnah of kunut of nazila kunutun nazila the kunut that we started reading in the fajr salah as soon as this this jihad started but slowly uh, there is a feeling that so slowly we have stopped stop doing the kunut in fajr salah and maybe one of the reasons is, is that it comes in the hadith that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anata shahran thumma tarakah that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made kunut on a certain occasion 
for one month and then left it. So uh, there might be this misconception that it is only sunnah to make kunud for one month. However, however, the muhaddithin, they clarify this, Hazrat Allama Khalil Ahmad Saharan Puri Rahmatullahi in uh, Badrul Majhud, he clarifies it and says that the reason for that was that calamity, it went away after one month. And that is why when, once the calamity went away, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam stopped kunud. But that does not mean if a calamity is ongoing, we stop the Qunut. No, we must continue with the Qunut, the Fuqaha of the Hanafiya, the, the, the Hanafi Fuqaha, the Hanafi Fuqaha make, make explicit mention of this, that the Qunut should carry on and they also make explicit mention that this is a great Sunnah of Rasulullah that needs to be revived. It should carry on as long as the calamity is carrying on. Hazrat Wala, Hazrat Muhammad Muhammad Taqi, Usmani Sahib, Dhamad Barakatuh, he says that, uh, you know, if you want to give a little bit of a break, give a little bit of a break for a little while, maybe one or two weeks or so, but then start again. It shouldn't be that the sunnah is, especially in, when they are, uh, you know, most in need of our dua. And I think this is the least we can do. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq of amal. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima 
اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حياء عثمان وأخضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء, نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله, أسد الله وأسد رسوله اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم رضي الله تعالى عنهم أجمعين قال الله تبارك وتعالى إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإحسان وإيتاء ذي القرباء وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون وقال تعالى فاذكروني فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين بحسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئه فلا تنسى فسنقرئك فلا, سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم, يعلم الجهر والجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصنى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى موسى الله سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير, غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة 
تصلى تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ 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 ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرها سرها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق 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 مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبل كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت ملت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله الله أكبر الله أكبر